Welcome to the Purposeful Life Podcast, a podcast designed for the woman who desires to live out her wildest dreams. Everyone has a purpose in life, and within that purpose lies a unique talent just waiting to be expressed and shared with the world. I'm your host, Nora Knajian, Certified Health and Wellness Coach. I can't wait to talk all things wellness, lifestyle, psychology, and current events that impact our well-being with you. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to my channel. I am so, so, so happy that you are here again this week. Today, I wanted to talk about our psyche. Yes, I'm here to deliver some nerdy psychology facts. The psyche can be mapped into multiple domains. The four vertical layers of the human psyche, which we will discuss in this episode, are the body, the heart, the mind, and the spirit. Mental health and good psychological functioning require coherent integration across these domains. Sit back, relax, take some notes. This episode will be an interactive and educational one. Before I dive into this a little bit deeper, I wanted to take a moment to clarify the bodily layers of our human psyche. The four categories, as I mentioned, are also known as the four bodies of our psyche. So the physical body is just as it sounds. Our skin and everything under our skin, our brain, organs, and everything between the ears. It's our skeletal system organs, blood, veins, ligaments. We usually know when our bodies, when our physical bodies is full or not, hurt or not, happy or not, healthy or not. The signs are visible and generally recognizable. Our Western society and medical culture places a lot of emphasis on this physical body and that it makes sure that it doesn't experience pain or discomfort. Next, we have the emotional body the nervous system, our hormones, touch, water and water release, our tears and water absorption, our bloating or clutching from not letting go, feelings of lack and trying to hold on to or control things too closely. How we are doing emotionally is represented by how calm or rough the waters are in our thoughts and our dream state. And this actually represents a bridge between the physical and the mental. It's where our experience of the world is synthesized and interpreted. It represents our feelings and relationship to all things. So how we react, interpret, and respond to situations outside energies, particularly anything that's not factual, like how we feel when people look at us in a certain way or how we respond to something that they might say. Next, we have the mental body, our thoughts, attitudes, judgments, and prejudices. Also, how we perceive our worth and value in the world, how we're validated, what it represents, all things intellectual, including analytical thought, how we process information or misinformation, how we learn in school, how we use our words, also includes focus, clarity, direction, and contributions to creation and society. It's a key element in thoughts becoming a reality. And lastly, we have the spiritual body. So this is the connection to all things, including the earth, self, God, 
the beyond, the divine, or your higher self. This provides protection, union, support, and guidance from God. It connects us to all that is. Many do not understand or acknowledge this aspect even exists. It has little to do with what we believe culturally when it comes to religion or spirits. And it's more the element that no one in no situation stands alone, that there is no one's fault, that we are all connected, and that's always, um, it always takes more than one body to create all that exists in life. The spiritual body represents the unity of all living things, including the union between our soul and life experience. This is not about going to church only. In fact, it may not have to do with too many of our religious traditions, but more so our connection to God or Jesus. Take a moment to close your eyes and use your mind to scan your interior world. Russell Herbert, who is a professor of psychology and author of books on inner experience, says the kinds of inner experiences that people have ready access to your mind or your mind's eye can quickly see four different kinds of inner experiences, which are as follows. One, sensory awareness. Two, bodily feelings. Three, perceptual images. And four, inner speech. I'm sure there are other categories that you don't really put into images or words, such as an intuition or thinking about a problem, but these four dimensions capture the major categories of what appears to the mind's eye on the screen of conscious awareness. So this is going to be a little nerdy, and I hope that you can easily follow along. And if you need to pause and just Google a few things, I highly encourage you to do so because if you don't have a psychology background or um, knowledge of a more in-depth psyche um, educational material, this might be a little challenging to follow. So I encourage you to do some research on these topics. Now let's shift from the major categories into what we call the vertical layers of the psyche. To see these, first tune into your body. This is called interception and is not to be confused with introspection. Introspection was what we did in the beginning of this episode, examining or observing your own mental and emotional processes. The focus of interoception is on the body. Spotlight your inner flashlight onto your gut, your loins, and the position of your body. Do a scan and listen to the various signals it's sending. We can call this the vital layer of your psyche, and it corresponds to how the core base of consciousness interfaces with the body. Some of the key aspects that make up this layer are the position of the body, the felt sense of bodily states or energies, such as aroused or calm, defensive or exploratory, which are tied to the core needs of the body, such as appetites and aversions from food to sex to escape from harm. And lastly, the core feelings of pleasure and pain. Now let's move up into your heart. This is your chest area, where we can think of the experience of your body as aligning with the existence as an animal. Your heart metaphorically corresponds to your existence as a social primate. 
As such, your heart is deeply tied to your place in the social matrix, such as your place in relational networks you inhibit. Think of your sense of attachment to others or loving and feeling love. It makes intuitive sense that loving and being loved fills your heart. Likewise, being rejected, abandoned, criticized, and dishonored breaks or damages the heart. Now, this is really cool. We can map the dynamic relational worlds and all the drives and feelings associated with them with what psychologists call the influence matrix. The influence matrix is central to understanding the unified theory of knowledge because motives for such influence play a crucial role in the way humans justify their behavior. This places a need for social influence and to be known and valued by others as the central motives of the heart. It also helps us see how needs for power and love, autonomy and dependency are guided by the heart. Pretty nifty, huh? Now move on up to your head or your mind as many people refer to it. This is the part of you that considers the world and others, as well as what is true, what should be true, and what you should do. It consists of your ego, which is the part of you that narrates and justifies what is going on and gives answers for why you do what you do, as well as mental images that allow you to perceive or imagine possible stressors and attributes in the world. Now stay with me. Move your attention to your skull, the top of your head. This is where you want to be spiritually. Visualize the sky as the world's skull. Your spiritual orientation refers to your values, purpose, and meaning-making structures that transcend the ego and connect you to a reality larger than yourself. So the ability to coherently integrate across the vertical layers of the human psyche is central to human well-being and good psychological functioning. As many ancient wisdom traditions have noted, from the great Hindu yogis to Plato, Psychopathology is defined by a fragmented, conflicted, and disharmonious breakdown across the layers and domains of the psyche. In a later podcast episode, if you guys are interested, I can discuss an integrative approach to psychological mindfulness that can help people move toward more functional, coherent integration across the vertical layers of the body, heart, mind, and spirit. So this was a super quick episode. I hope that it was informative and it piqued some interest in looking into more research in the um, the four vertical layers of the human psyche. Thanks for tuning in this week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Wait, wait, before you leave, I just want to thank you for being here and listening to this episode. I would really appreciate it if you could share this podcast with a loved one colleague, classmate, whoever you'd like, because together we can help spread encouragement, education, and inspiration to help others live out their purpose-driven lives. Thank you again for tuning in this week, and until next week, be well.